0: Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air, broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee.
1: Here's Greg Matsick. Well, hey everyone. Happy Thursday. Greg in for John the rest of the week. Sandy Max is in for Sandy Max. Justin Garcia in for Greg on sports. See how we triangulate that whole thing? Nice, huh?
2: Musical chairs.
1: We're nimble. (laughs) It is a little bit. Adam Roberts producing the program. Wyatt Barmore-Pooley has got a look at the roads here on this 80-degree day. Record warmth once again. Brian Nesnansky joins us in the 5 o'clock hour. One of the stories that we're following today is the weather. What else? This is the 3
0: At 3 on Wisconsin's Afternoon News.
2: First up, for the first time since 2020, could food prices actually be trending in the downward direction?
1: Well, they are. I don't know if you're going to notice it on your overall bill when you leave the grocery store, but figures released Wednesday by the Bureau of Labor Statistics shows that meats, poultry, fish, and eggs actually have gone down. They've gone down. 1.4%. 1.4%. So it's still $9 for a carton of eggs, but uh, it's it going the right direction. though, because
2: my boyfriend came home the other night, and he said, it's $1.99 for yeah, a dollar no, eggs. Yeah, I know we are going the right way. We got very excited. It, <laughs> that is
1: good. Fruits and veggies down about a half uh, percent and a half. Uh, you're not going to notice it much on dairy products overall, but yes. I mean, you know, the egg thing was spurred by an avian flu, mm-hmm. and that certainly didn't help things. It's a law of supply and demand world, as we know. But it is going the right direction. I don't know if you're going to notice it much on your overall bill, but it's better than the alternative.
2: You know, it did go down that I use regularly. Peanut butter went down too. Oh, nice one! Almost two and a half percent. Crunchy so.
1: or creamy? I'm a crunchy. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. I could have guessed. <laughs> what else do we have today? It's
2: texture. <laughs> Former President Donald Trump back in Lower Manhattan this morning appearing for a deposition alleging fraud in his real estate business practices.
1: It's a $250 million civil lawsuit brought upon by New York Attorney General Letitia James. Now, Trump has blasted James all over the place using his own social media platform to do so, calling her a racist and ultimately saying that all election-related interference cases are ridiculous, that he thinks it's all kind of a farce. Trump's trip to New York comes on the heels of his indictment last month when he was arraigned and pleaded not guilty to 34 charges of falsifying business records
2: And you know what he said last time he was in a deposition like this about 400 times he pleaded the fifth and he just kept saying same answer
1: (laughs) that's right and finally what do we have today
2: Crews continue to battle a wildfire near Fort McCoy in western Wisconsin that has burned over 2,800 acres so far.
1: Yeah, it feels like this may have been avoidable. A uh, large fire in Monroe County prompting evacuations near Fort McCoy and Toma. So the evacuation area is west of I-94, west of Warrens, Wisconsin as well, if you're driving up toward Minnesota. According to the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, uh, this is about an hour ago, 48% of that fire was contained beginning at the north end of Fort McCoy. They called it prescribed burns. Now, Fort McCoy has not announced this, and the Monroe County folks have not really discussed this yet. But prescribed burns being reported by media outlets in La Crosse on a day that more than 40 counties have a red flag warning through 8 o'clock. In other words, don't light up the grill. Don't light a cigarette. Just avoid fire at all costs Mm -hmm. because of dry condition and winds. This isn't the only fire that has struck the area, but this is the most significant. And it seems like we'll get the final reports like it was avoidable. Yeah. Nonetheless, be careful. Please be careful. (laughs) Heed warning. If you see red on that fire map, avoid fire at all costs if you can. So 3 at 3 for a Thursday afternoon. Another big story we are following with the resources of ABC. And Flaherty joins us next. Another big story we're following here in Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Fifth Circuit Court in the United States of Appeals partially blocks an abortion pill ruling the DOJ will take to the Supreme Court. But for now, that pill remains on the market. But come Saturday morning, access could be severely restricted. For more on that, we welcome in Anne Flaherty of ABC. Anne, thanks for joining us. I guess first things first, how severe are the restrictions expected to be?
3: Well, what we're going back to is to the year two thousand when this abortion pill was first uh, put on the market. The FDA said, women only women up to seven weeks could take this abortion medication they had to be under close supervision of a certified physician Um, the no provider could mail it there were no telehealth appointments and all of that has changed in recent years in the past 23 years it's been on the market because the FDA says they haven't seen any safety concerns it's been widely used about half of all abortions are relying on this medication abortion so the FDA significantly relaxed all of those restrictions well what the Court decided overnight was they while they consider this case they want everything to go back to that year 2000 all of those old restrictions are now reimposed we know that the Justice Department has just asked the Supreme Court to weigh in they haven't officially filed that appeal yet but we do expect that to come very shortly um, but everything that's on the table right now is whether or not this FDA approval of this drug 23 years ago. Uh, whether or not that could be suspended entirely. So right now, the status is that, you know, this medication can be manufactured and distributed, uh, but it's very, very limited. Only up to seven weeks, uh, women can use this drug. They, it cannot be mailed, and it has to be under close supervision, su- supervision of a doctor. That means those telehealth appointments that make this all easier, particularly for women in rural areas, they will not be able to do that. They're gonna have to go in person.
1: And do we expect this to reach the Supreme
3: Court? So we do. That is what the Justice Department is asking. But, of course, the just, the Supreme Court, you know, they act on their own timeline. They, we don't know exactly when they might agree to take it up. The second piece of this is the Justice Department asking the Supreme Court to expedite this, saying it's such a disruption to the status quo that this is really an urgent matter before the court so we're going to wait to hear from the Supreme Court on both of those points. You know, I think it's possible that the Supreme Court will take this up uh, and, and look at it by summer. I mean, we could see another summer rocked by a Supreme Court ruling. Um, but this time, instead of whether or not abortions should be accessible, if it should be up to states, this is about the FDA's power to regulate drug safety. So really a big case here.
1: Ann Flaherty of ABC News. Thank you, Ann. Thanks. Wisconsin's
0: Afternoon News on WTMJ.
1: 339 on WTMJ. Been telling you about the house fire in Milwaukee yesterday. Uh, we had a very short show yesterday, but the fire was still kind of in its infancy at the time we came on yesterday afternoon around 19th and burnham in milwaukee and some of the imagery showed just total devastation to these houses sandy a third house uh is, i would not say is a total loss but certainly significant damage two of the homes were uh, just absolutely devastated we have now learned that those fires have produced fatalities and yeah. there's also a personal connection a strong personal connection
2: so, neighborhood that's, you know, the foundation of Milwaukee on that south side Absolutely. near historic Mitchell Street. Uh, on the phone, a lifelong Milwaukeean, recognizable voice of the Marquette Golden Eagles basketball team. But uh, my boyfriend, uh, who has a connection to this neighborhood, please welcome to Wisconsin's afternoon news, Mike Jakobowski.
4: Oh, good afternoon, Sandy and Greg.
2: I can hear it in your voice. What is your connection to this neighborhood at 19th and Burnham?
4: Well, first, my my heart goes out to the families there, awful, awful. And now to learn loss of life also included uh, just incredibly terrible news. Um, The personal connection is it was four houses involved, uh, three of which were totally destroyed. And of the four houses, the one to the south is where my father was born and grew up. The one to the uh, other side is where my mother uh, was born and grew up. And they met in that neighborhood three doors apart.
1: So the family history here, Mike, and I'm just picturing you growing up, and it's you know Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, you, can, you kind of bounce from one house to the next, like you're, the shaping of your life was on this block in these homes. Uh,
4: the, the old Polish neighborhood, the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, uh, countless uh, baptisms and graduations and Christmas and holiday, uh, going up one grandma's stair steps, to delicacies of a Polish nature, and then on Thanksgiving, literally walking three doors down uh, to my dad's family and um, just all of the the families that uh, were a part of that side of town um, and even the families that are there now uh, the the area is experiencing uh, change and rebirth, and people are occupying those spaces and it's a wonderful neighborhood and to see it uh, devastated in this way is is um, is heartbreaking for the folks there now, and just so many memories of uh, family um, it, at that specific location, and to have it be that specific with those four pieces of property is just uh, uncannily uh, awful.
2: So, with those fond memories, uh, have you had the uh, inclination to watch the news or even go into that neighborhood?
4: Uh, both. Um, I became aware uh, when the address came out and said 19th and Burnham. I immediately identified that area with where my mom and dad grew up, and then um, I was down there this morning, and it's just all cordoned off and, and just uh, awful sight and uh, um, just remembering uh, um, trick-or-treating in that neighborhood and uh, celebrating with family for many, many years as families there celebrate now. So just... Uh, uh understanding the loss of the people that are there now and and the memories that flooded back of all the the great time in that area just uh as the bookend houses uh, just the bookend experiences of then and now just uh kind of hit you right between the ribs
1: yeah i know mike you you shared some photos uh, with sandy that we have up on our website here wtmj.com uh, very clearly shows that two of the houses are a, are a total loss as you mentioned a third house it looks like the roof was severely damaged maybe the perimeter on the first floor is okay but that that only speaks to the outside what happened inside is you know anybody's guess And, and a fourth house that uh, maybe not quite as visible in the pictures you took uh but but this speaks to what we talked about yesterday the 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 temperatures the wind just blowing the fire it became so difficult to contain uh that it did spread it, a house
4: fire turned into a multiple house fire
2: cuz these it houses just, yeah. are close together
4: yeah all four uh tightly bunched together uh in that neighborhood and and for the firefighters to have to fight the elements um um uh additionally with the wind and, and the dryness and and uh, uh putting their lives on the line uh it, uh, just a uh, just an intense situation uh, all around and, and uh, especially uh, for those folks that have to go in and find the cause and find um, fatalities and and uh, uh, it's just um, just heartrending.
2: First responders do impressive work. Well, Mike, thank you for sharing your emotional connection because I think that a lot of us immediately think of the people who are immediately displaced. But remember that we have such a history and such a community here and that it uh, brings up both bittersweet um, memories and also just the jarring reality of just how dangerous fire can be.
4: Uh, long live the
1: South Side. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate your time. Michael Jakubowski joining us here on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. 345.
2: It, I just gonna, it is sobering to see the photos at WTMJ.com, and then I pulled up Google Maps, as one does, and to see what those houses look like. Just two days ago, yeah. uh, and these charred remains now. So. Well,
1: a fatal fire, and it and it certainly. And these are old homes, and it affects as we talked to Mike. You know, far more than just the people who live in that area. Um, it's memories, right? Yeah, memories of a house that just uh, is gone. Now, nineteenth uh, and Burnham, three forty-five on WTMJ. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of a more recognizable sound artifact than the theme to super mario brothers right is there a more recognizable video game soundtrack probably not
2: i'm trying to remember i used to play a lot of ms pac-man in the day okay so i could sound but i can't tell you
1: i I don't you know and honestly sandy i don't know if if ms pac-man the theme song to ms pac-man or regular pac-man is preserved forever in the Library of Congress, their U.S. National Recording Registry. But Super Mario Brothers, the theme song will be, but it's not the
2: only one. I, I would say I think there are no other video game No, it's the first. This is the this very is the first. first. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh, you know I love music, so this uh, caught my eye. The 2023 National Recording Registry added 25 songs. And the criteria is kind of broad Sound recordings deemed representative of America's artistic, cultural, and historic treasures, and they need to be at least 10 years old.
1: Okay. So these are sound artifacts. They're not necessarily all songs.
2: Right. Right. There is some spoken word. For example, Carl Sagan, an audio book of his is in there. A speech uh, by a woman named Dorothy Thompson from 1939. Kind of a newscast uh, presentation. That is part of this. So it's not all music. But again, keep in mind, has to be at least 10 years old. Okay. That's Stair really not that long. To Heaven. Oh, just, just now going in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, imagine from John Lennon. Oh, man. How are those two songs in particular not already in there? I mean, this is a song. Imagine There's No Heaven. Tried to heal the world.
1: So I, it feels to me like they're probably playing catch up with this. Like they had mm-hmm. to get all these songs from the 40s, 50s, and 60s figured out first. And we'll, we'll get to the 70s and 80s eventually. Come on. Oh, no, it's like, huh? I have to
2: scratch my itch. But so those two uh, stood out in particular, uh, in addition to the Super Mario Brothers. Um, and then here's another one that I'm surprised didn't make it in. And uh, you're going to hate me when I play it. Uh, it's Christmas time. And this made it. Justin Fox. I mean
0: it's it's the number one Christmas song at this point.
2: It's it's America's artistic it not, and right? cultural, like it certainly represents that.
1: Well, and it's also polarizing. Like I, I would say <laughs> some people probably look at Stairway and say that's a polarizing <gasps> song. Well, I think it's fantastic. But, sure right? It is, but some people, some people look at it like... Who
0: dislikes that song? <laughs> I, some people find it polarizing. So this can be spoken word as well? It can. Yes. What about the EA Sports? It's in the game. That's like interesting. That, that's got to be in there. Well,
1: now you mentioned sports, because I did find this. I went and looked at what was put in last year, a okay. year ago, so 12 months ago.
4: Henry Aaron in the second inning walked and scored. He's sitting on 7-14 the pitch by Downing. Swinging. There's a drive into left-center field. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 7-15. There's a new home run champion of all time and it's Henry
1: Aaron. So yeah, play-by-play the calls are in. They're preserves.
2: They, I, uh, Hank Aaron's 715th career home run. And I, that falls right into the historic treasures category for sure.
0: Yes, absolutely.
2: Uh, here's another one. Again, that 10-year has to be older than ten years. Uh, Jeff Wagner, in particular, should uh, perk up his ears at this. Here's another song that went in to the Library of Congress National Recording Registry. Away again I don't know why. Just, I'm shocked. But Margaritaville wouldn't already be in there. A song from the 70s that, especially when you talk about culture, parrot heads all around the country.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at the songs that that are included now, and it's a lot
2: of 70s and 80s. Ah, there's a whole bank of 80s. A big big bank of 80s? Big bank of 80s. Okay. You've got uh, movie music from the 80s, which, when you say movie music, I don't know that I would have thought of this either. Flashdance yeah. movie music. Yeah,
1: just, Justin's big-time fan yeah. of that, no yeah. doubt. Yeah.
2: Uh, what you've also got from the 80s is Madonna, Like a Virgin. And I don't know what I, that I would have chosen that one either from her. I think she's got better songs than that. That's okay.
1: Okay, so I'm I'm looking at the la- list from last year. I'm trying to see if there's, you know, gradual progression yeah. toward the 70s and 80s. So I, for some reason, Bohemian Rhapsody got in before Stairway. That was put in last mm. year. And okay. this was also put in last year. Okay. Oh. Sure. Right. I mean, I mean, journeys don't stop. Believing, in Carter Research with the Sopranos, obviously, and that that catapulted
0: its popularity to another stratosphere. Singing at baseball
2: games, huge in the karaoke yeah. karaoke circles. Yeah, oh yeah, Just this is as
0: big on that too. Uh, I, not as as big as I used to be. Sadly, yeah. I so stairway's a better song, but um, it's more iconic. Like I think that's what we're going with with some of the spoken word stuff too, and the the words and these sounds bohemian rhapsody i think is more iconic at this point than stairway to heaven just because of its pop culture inclusion and all these different genres and the madonna song too like a virgin i think we say audio but part of that it is not her best song but it's the video and the dress that make it all the more iconic as well yeah
2: and then how about this from the 80s
0: your rhythmics oh yeah there you go
2: but here's what's interesting and we talked about Led Zeppelin and John Lennon, although these are categorized as representative America's artistic, cultural, and historic treasures, all British bands.
1: Yeah, that's interesting as so well. So it was like,
2: hmm. And uh, also this one uh, uh, from a great album, Lee's Synchronicity. But here's yeah, the other thing. that was early 80s, right? You yeah. can do 83, yeah. And the other thing is that there are two albums that went in. So we got singular songs from those folks. Uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, Deja Vu album hmm. from 1970. And Wynton Marsalis, one of the very talented Marsalis brothers. His album, Black Codes from the Underground, from 1985. This is really interesting
1: in. stuff. I, I love stuff like this. But it, it, to me, it's almost like hey, this player X, Y, or Z is having his number retired. It's like, how in the world was it not retired, (laughs) like, 20 years ago?
0: So, uh, Ten years is what it has to be. At least, So Scrantonicity would fall into that, where we can include them as well. Like, I don't see why you wouldn't piggyback off of that.
2: Why not, indeed? (laughs) Why not? Uh, Just for you country fans, John Denver made it in. A true classic.
0: Justin, another 15 years, and we're going to get the grunge influence. (laughs) Sure. It's It's already... It makes you feel very old when you see that those acts in the 90s hip-hop acts have been like the last three years of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and that's going to continue for the next few (laughs) years. Very good
1: point. Very good point. Good list, Sandy. Really cool stuff. Super Mario Brothers, the first video game ever uh, to be preserved by the Library of Congress. Really interesting stuff.